0: i'm Lainey and i'm laura beth and we are steel magnolias two sisters who love family traditions and all things southern we've got plenty of room at our table so pull up a
1: chair hey laura beth hey Lainey. well i'm just feeling like a sense of southern pride today uh, with celebrating the Birthday of Dolly Parton yep. yes, yes, a couple days ago. Yeah. And then the amazing wonderfulness that was Martin Luther King Jr. Um, I just, all that on my mind, I'm feeling a bit of Southern pride.
0: Hmm. So much to be proud of. And we're kind of celebrating with some appetizers. I've got my mouth full of cheese straws right now. So. Yes. I made a version of, it's kind of a
1: version of a cheese straw. The recipe is actually called cheese wafers. But okay. The reason I made this is because of how simple it is. Could not be more basic. Three ingredients. A cup of flour.
0: Cup of flour. Stick of butter. Stick of butter.
1: And a jar of Old English spread made by Kraft. Oh, I've seen that. It's um, it's
0: usually with totally the cheeses, right? With like-
1: the, like... So, I mean, you know, Velveeta and stuff, like the right. processed cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying this is healthy nor, um, <laughs> hey, um hel- you know. Nobody claimed to be healthy with Southern cooking. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> but I, I love this recipe because if you keep, you know, a jar of this English spread and you probably almost always have a cup of flour and yeah. a stick of butter yeah. in the pantry, this literally can be from ingredients to on the plate in 20 minutes
0: wow so I just wanted to share it well, for that reason alone they are tasty and they're tasty yeah very flavorful kind of tastes like um one of the good cheddar biscuits you get at like a red lobster you know it's got that <laughs> yeah, consistency. Well, yeah
1: and those have more herbs and flavor and yeah. you can add more to this I have added cayenne and smoked paprika to it to give it more of a flavorful kick but right. I wanted you to try them um, just
0: with the basic I like it three. just like this you can have it with tea you yeah. know yeah. or um yeah yeah it could be a, a th- breakfast or afternoon appetizer yeah. Yeah. like a breakfast item because it's kind of got a biscuit consistency exactly. or it could be a
1: and appetizer. if you wanted to shape it more like a cheese straw, yeah, it would work like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying this is the best cheese straw recipe, but it is very it's easy. Pretty and darn good, pretty I would
0: say. Well, thank so. you for pulling that out and Absolutely. whipping that up for us. Um, so, I had this really fun book that I came across, which really lent well to a topic we wanted to be <laughs> talking about today. Um, the book is called The Beauty Box. A tribute to the legendary beauty parlors of the South. And um, it is both a book of photography, but also some stories of all these different beauty shops across the South. There's probably, they've got it divided up by state. I think they probably took a look at maybe 30 different salons. How fun. Um, But we've been wanting to talk about beauty shops. And one of the quotes that I loved, really, right? I mean, I think it was probably right in the introduction of this book, The Beauty Box, was um, it said, In many ways, the old-fashioned Southern beauty shop is a folk tradition that seems fast on its way to extinction. Younger working women can't imagine sitting under a hairdryer every week when a bi-monthly cut in style and a daily home shampoo require less time, energy, and probably money. What turns up missing from that progressive routine are the characters and drama that inspire uniquely Southern works of art. Oh yeah, and you know, just as even a mention to the name of our show, sort of the um, <laughs> yeah. the culture that we we want to preserve in the South, I was reminded that it was the Louisiana playwright Robert Harling who memorialized his own sister. Yep. Through creating the stage comedy at first, yeah, um, Steel Magnolias, which is set when you see the play entirely in a beauty whole shop. Whole things at trophies. You've gotten to see it. <laughs> yes, we're going to go see it when it comes here to Franklin, Tennessee. Our Pull Tight Theaters uh, team of, of actors is going to be putting that on in March. So we'll share more information down the road for that. But there is something very unique and in my opinion, and I think yours too, in need of preservation yeah. around the beauty shop. That's right. The community that even came with that. Yes. So one thing I think is different.
1: I liked that quote, by the way. I know. not that good? Yeah, that's good. And I was thinking, you know, with progress in certain ways, you do lose things. Sure. Um, that were some mm-hmm. of the good parts. Yeah. I mean, so I think even the layout is... So it's changing now. now is causing that to not be the same as it used to be. So many of these, and I was even thinking beauty parlor, beauty shop, yeah, beauty salon, like we hear different words yes. for it, but many of the
0: old ones were in homes. Right. And you would refer to her or him, but usually her as a beautician. Yeah. And now it's a hairstylist. Or
1: hairdresser. Or, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, beautician. I, I don't
1: know if anyone even says beautician. I haven't heard that word in anymore. a while.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's things that are, you know, different even because of the layout. So yeah. in the layout in a home, there would have been, um, you know, one, maybe two. Yeah. Stylists. Sure. That's it. I'm two using two the chairs. I'm stylist.
0: Beauticians. Yeah, two chairs.
1: And a rotation of who's there. There's many chemical treatments being done. Mm-hmm. be that perms or highlights or yeah, things that hair take color several steps. So there's several steps, and so yeah. they're rotating what chair you're in. Yeah, yeah. You know, are you getting your hair washed? Or are you getting it?
0: Yeah,
1: set? Are you yeah. getting yeah. it dried? What's yeah. happening? And so all of those people could talk. Sure. Now it's so. So the salons are often set up where it's just you and your person, your stylist. Yeah, and.
0: Yeah, And there's even si- often
1: dividers. Siloed. And then there's, yeah. right, the yeah. next one. Sometimes you can kind of overhear, but with hair dryers going, probably not. Yeah. That's lots of hair dryers going.
0: Yeah, there's different, there's even like a different kind of culture, I think, that each salon probably has. Like, there's probably some where if your stylist is very, uh, you know, extroverted and even speaks loudly, then yeah, they're yeah. going to almost That's want right. to draw in and engage the chair to their right or left. Uh-huh. But if, I mean, like my stylist is really quiet and she, I love her. She's very friendly and we enjoy a conversation together, but it doesn't go outside of the two of us. Yeah. When we're, when she's working on my hair.
1: That's, that's pretty much mine. Now she'll rotate where, since I'm usually just a cut. Right. There's somebody sitting that's got that she's also working on. on or highlights on. And so sometimes there's three of us Okay. and you can sometimes have conversation with the one right behind. So occasionally there's four yeah. of us talking, but you're not like facing each other a lot of right. times or yeah. your head. May be. Yeah, yeah. If you're under a dryer, you're not hearing is clear, that yeah. kind of thing. But, um, I do know my, that the girl that does my hair occasionally has friends that come literally each Six weeks or whatever together. Are you serious? So that they can do that. Well, that's fun. And the last time I was there, I had given a referral to somebody at our church, and I come in the door, and she was there. So we got to have a little exchange, and that was fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: But there's so many salons now. That's
1: another thing I was going to say. So there used to be in a town. Maybe three choices of who you're going to. I mean not a lot of choices. Yeah. And I think in small towns it's still
0: more like that. Sure. In Franklin, Tennessee you have I don't run into people I know literally
1: hundreds of choices. Yeah. So, um and I, I even think it's interesting too, one of the things that's changed is just the amount of people that move. They move yeah. cities, transient but, people, yeah, and so that's always changing. And even the the stylists are constantly moving. That's true. Either moving salons or moving yeah. cities, yeah. And so you're you're not consistently with one person for the longevity yeah. that you used to be, yeah. And it takes a while to open up to somebody about,
0: yeah. Um, How long have you been with your hairstylist? I have
1: probably been with her 10 years now.
0: Wow. See, I think I've only been with mine three, but I feel like in that, you know, maybe year one, it felt like this is just, you know, a normal hairstylist relationship, but Mm -hmm. year two and three... I had more of that connectedness mm-hmm. to her where I was like, Yeah, I wanna be sure and ask her about blah I blah. It might blah. be longer than that, actually. Yeah. Ten years is awesome. It might be
1: longer than that. I've known her even significantly longer yeah. than that. But yeah, in yeah, that while well, yeah. So, yeah, it does take a while to build up your what the subjects you're talking about. Sure. You're not gonna
0: well, especially if you're not on the person, but the type of hair care that you get is going to require, you know, more or less appointments. Appointments, So I don't see her super frequently because I'm just doing cuts every so often. And she's really hard to get into, like really (laughs) hard to get into. (laughs) Word is out. So I'm not even going to give her name on here (laughs) (laughs) because she's already uh, so hard to get into. But But I do think
1: that that plays into the change is now, you know, the layout of the salon's different. The things people are doing is, is different. Yeah. So,
0: But the nature of the conversations, I think, is still there. Like, I still think if you're in an environment where you're spending, let's say, two hours, Mm -hmm. and that can happen even with just a haircut. Like, Mm -hmm. my my hair is long, and it oftentimes takes two hours to shampoo, cut, Mm -hmm. and style. Um, You still want to get to a place where you can spill your heart.
1: Absolutely. I mean, and I think if- that that is a funny thing about hairstylist, and then I'm a massage therapist, it happens with massage therapy too, yeah. where somebody's coming in for a service and there's just something about you lay it all out. Yep. People just have a tendency to really open up. Yeah. And, um, and I'm sure certain stylists or massage therapists or whatever, um, cultivate that sure more than others too sure yeah. but it's just
0: interesting how yeah how that- many psychology classes do <laughs> hairdressers <or> <laughs> have to take zero i know but how many should they take i was gonna I say so be careful who you're going to i'm <laughs> you know for counsel <laughs> you're sitting in their chair and oftentimes it can appear as if you're on the sofa exactly <laughs> um, that is so funny paying so for true. someone to listen to your your woes and hard But I think, and-,
1: and people talk about all subjects. Like, this is not just, I think sometimes it's painted as the gossip center. Right. And it could be that in certain ones, I'm sure. Yeah. But I think people talk about all things. Like, yeah. Like, you know, what's happening in the city and who's... Right. The mutual is- friends you have of what, you know, who's gotten pregnant or, who, yeah. you know, just think different things like that. Yeah. But there can be the gossip.
0: Sure. Especially if it. you know a lot of the same people. It can right. turn into that And quickly. maybe small
1: towns, it's even more because yeah. everybody knows everybody. Yeah. In fact, I have a friend who is from Madison, Tennessee. He, his mother was a hairstylist in a home salon, in their in home. In their home? In their okay. home, in okay. a salon.
0: And so he was a kid. So she's the owner, running the beauty one, shop. One woman show. Maybe in the basement. Exactly. Or side room, Pretty yeah.
1: busy yeah. place. And he told me that occasionally the newspaper would call to find out if there was anything, any stories they needed to know about.
0: Oh, and I thought, oh my
1: gosh, that sounds like something from a play or a movie, uh, yes. not a real life
0: thing. But I guess that does happen. They knew she so. was connected to people talking. were talking, and <laughs> wow, Is that a hoot. Wonder if she really. If she felt if she compelled stories, to share I don't things, I I didn't ask that. But that'd be a hard position to be in. I mean, it's be. not like it's you want to be trustworthy HIPAA and- that she's <laughs> violating or anything like that. But true. still, yeah, you'd feel like there's confidentiality in some That's way. Right. That's right. So that I
1: just thought that was interesting. interesting.
0: Well, I feel like the modern version of um, what we've, you know, what we're kind of alluding to is in the days of old are these. Um, shampoo-only dry bars that are popping up. Heard of this concept. <laughs> I've never
1: done this. But you know but what I'm talking yes, about. Yes.
0: Like, it's just, you know, a blow-dry. Like, yeah. you know, you're just really needing style. You don't yeah. need a haircut. You yeah. might not need a haircut for another six weeks, but yeah. you've got an event or yeah. and you, some photographs or something that you're doing that you would like. I mean, because a lot of times it a makes a hard. massive din- difference. Yeah. yeah. In how well your hair looks. So I feel like that's the version that we've... Of getting attempted. your hair set. And that is meeting the need. But it's different, it's totally different. still because you're... Those are a lot of times just a walk-up sort yeah. of scenario. Yeah. So you don't even know who... Who you're getting. Is going to be styling your hair. That's so it, it works for the need. Mm-hmm. I see completely that it meets, you know, checks off the practical side of things that, yes, your hair is styled, but it hasn't met the other felt need of, you know, that community.
1: And even that they know what you like, they may know how, how high do you like your hair? Exactly. Your your hair. And how do you want the sides of your hair? And that's that one person that you would go to every week to get your, I still love that. Get your hair set. Set. Like I I have some women in my life that say I'm getting my hair set. So
0: does that (laughs) technically mean just teased, teased up? I think of it as Or is it a perm? You no, know, it's not it's a not chemical. A There's it's, no chemicals involved in getting your hair set. It's right, cleaned,
1: like um, teased, per, you know, curled if it needed to be, right, and sprayed to yeah. where you know for several Day, days, days it's not gonna yeah. move much. You've got a helmet
0: basically happening. Yeah, you know,
1: it's not gonna move <laughs> much. For, so so you it just works do it well weekly. for short
0: hair. Oh, you're right. It's like yeah. the long, medium length to long length hair that That's is popular. Right. I think of, it's mostly white Older hair. women. White yeah. Thinned
1: out hair, thinned out too. Hair that, you know. So it makes it look really <laughs> nice for probably four days, and then it needs it again, but you go once a week. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I've known several people that They've get got their, their hair set on a- Friday, and then they look nice
0: for the weekend. Yeah. And- that is so... I actually learned a new word. That I came across, I had to even look up the pronunciation because I've never heard this. Um, it's C O I F F U R E S, coiffeur, coff, coiffeur, 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 coiffeur. I think is how you say it. That's just a your hair being done, okay. like you know, if you've showered, done your whatever it is hair you done, do, it's whatever done. your hair being done. Yeah, okay, is that's you've got your coiffier done
1: (laughs) it's funny when you i I I saw it
0: twice i had to look
1: up a word today yeah um and now i'll probably see it yeah again because that always happens i went
0: somewhere and they told me to have my coiffier done when i came (laughs) because there wasn't going to be time to be getting ready and anything and you know beyond when you arrive and then in this beauty box book they They, mentioned it i was like apparently this is a word i don't (laughs) know that's Um, so cute so, I was thinking I was actually talking to Mom about getting your hair set and you know mm-hmm. just the sort of standing appointment that women had. She said she used to have her she used to have like a standing appointment as well, okay. but it she was very fashionable, oh and yeah, changed you know with the styles, but she said when she went to um cut her really long hair off to go with a really short haircut that was popular mm-hmm. then first she couldn't find any of the people in her small town in east tennessee that would do it, it would even do it because they just mm-hmm. thought it was such a horrible idea but she was in her probably early 20s i think okay. she said um she finally found someone that would do it they put her hair in two braids cut the braids off you know she got her short haircut she kept the braids this was prelocks of love where this you would donate it yeah <laughs> then Her mom catches wind of the fact that she kept her braids, and our grandmother was so superstitious, very superstitious. So she says that's bad luck. Burned mom's braids. No, it made mom so mad. I'm not sure if mom was happy with her short haircut. So I think she also was kind of holding holding on on to the the beauty that was. And then those went up in flames. So it was just a dramatic moment in mom's life that she remembered as I was talking about beauty shops with her. But the burning of the braids. (laughs) oh wow that is a big deal well i mean i'm happy with my hairstylist now it's very different than it's not in a home it's in a very she she salon in franklin and and i only talked to my hairstylist but you know i i don't know that i would be able to find a home hair salon that would do my hair the way i like it too so there's Th- that There's dilemma. give and take with all of it. I get a good French press cup of coffee when I go. Oh, wow. Truvy didn't serve that at her salon. I know she didn't, you know. And I bet she had some good snacks and things. She so. probably had some cheese straws. Uh, she probably had <laughs> cheese straws. Some, I bet she had, like, hard candies yes. or something. Um, yes. Anyway, we came across... Some funny names, didn't we? Oh, we did. Did you want to go through those? I do want to
1: go through those. I also wanted to talk about just some different hairstyles and oh, things yeah. in the South. You want me to yes, do that first? Yes, do that. Okay. I forgot. Well, you I that. just, I just think it's funny thinking about things that are different in the South. Yeah, since that's our focus, is yeah. yeah. Southern culture. And uh, one thing I just wanted to say was, we like big hair. We do. I don't. I mean, different. Regions are different, but there's that funny quote. I I can't remember if this is from Steel Magnolias. I feel like it's a true V quote.
0: I do too. I think it is. The higher
1: the hair, the closer to God. Closer to God. (laughs) (laughs) And that's hilarious. But there really was something to, especially I think of the 80s when I was a teenager. Big hair was such a thing. Yeah. And I don't ever remember literally having competition of that, like whose was hot. But I remember occasionally thinking, like, wow, she's got great, great hair. And it really was kind of like, because it's so because big, it's so
0: large.
1: <laughs> I get that. Yeah, yeah. I have a hilarious picture from college of my friend Terry and I. And one of the things I think is so funny is that in the photo, it's like maybe, you know, it's like a portrait. Chest up. Enough. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, all the hair's not in it.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> like it's right. little, kind of at the It's like a inside. four by six photo and I that I just you guys put. It's make. hilarious. hilarious. That there was
1: that much happening, <laughs> and mine was dark and hers was blonde, so yeah. it was just a hoot. But um, yeah, we like big hair. We do. And then um, it's hot here, so we do have hair issues around humidity. We do. And that's so I real. don't know if that's big everywhere, but I have to use literally like frizzies yeah. product. Yeah. Um, when my hair is wet to help with yeah. that, especially in the summer. Yeah.
0: It just, yeah. It, that wetness and humidity, just phew, it makes tears it up to a the style. Thing. Frizz thing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway,
1: I don't know if that's regional, but we do like our big hair. Mm-hmm. Um, perms were real big in the eighties. I didn't have to do that. I did it once. To have some I did an hair. at home
0: one. Oh yeah, and then, at home perms were huge. It looked like ringlets, almost <laughs> so tight that it looked like dreadlocks. It was like not; it did not happened. go well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, I just think about and then hot rollers. I still use hot rollers. Hot often. rollers, hot
0: rollers are big. Are big and honestly, you even see some people out with their hot rollers. Like my college roommate. She's a singer. When she was on her way to gigs, the hot rollers were in her hair until she was in her parking spot. Did she put a scarf over it or just no? Had them? Okay. She just so there was like the pins okay. for your hot rollers uh-huh. all over her car. Oh, my gosh. Because she, she just would, had to keep buying them. And she'd lose mm-hmm. them. And, you know, she was in a hurry, so they're flying everywhere. Yeah.
1: That's hilarious. I'm so, pretty sure you've come over here when I've had mine in. Yeah. Like, I have the clips that, like, it's like a plastic
0: yeah. thing. Yeah.
1: So those are all over my
0: head. Yeah. <laughs> but every second counts. So, I mean, yes. if you've got a 15-minute drive, even to where you're going. Some people want that 15 minutes to keep the hot roller. That's in. right.
1: That's right. And then, yeah, that's all real. And there's, <laughs> you know. Methods to it. We won't get into all the details of that. But yeah,
0: I've been learning more about going away from your face, away from your face, in certain places. But then away in from other- your face. Actually, I think what my hairstylist just told me is you should be alternating every other. So you should to start make it, so it doesn't to look like really a wing. Yeah. you don't want wing away anymore. and then go towards to. <laughs> away towards away towards every other should. And be. And then my
1: hair in the back is flatter than on the sides. I don't know why it just is. So I have to curl there first. Oh, okay. That's going to take <laughs> longer. There's just methods to the madness, (laughs) but a strategy. (laughs) Anyway, and another thing I thought was funny that I came across in thinking about this subject was um, I I have a friend, my friend May, who told me this story of she always used to. She found out that the girl that cut her hair made these great key lime pies. Okay. And so she started buying key lime pies. Like she would go get her haircut and buy key lime pie <laughs> in the same, you know, day. <laughs> so, multitasking and errand. And her friends start tasting these pies that she's buying and sharing, uh-huh. and they all want them. So then everybody's buying these key lime pies from her hairstyle. She's got a little side and, business going. got yeah, side business. And it reminded me of... Our episode that we discussed fruitcake. Oh, yeah. And the company that I had come across in North Carolina, it was a hairdresser who started out just sharing her fruitcake with her customers at Christmas. And they all wanted to buy them. they all wanted that and still wanted her to do do their their hair, hair, probably. And so then finally this second business was birthed and expanded nine times now so she, i don't think she's doing hair i think it's all fruitcake now but that's interesting isn't that a,
0: a who that multi-talented women that's right just sharing gifted their and creative tasty and,
1: nibbles and all of a sudden they nice. have a side business so
0: hey okay. that's part of community too that's so true Just yeah. of that. so yeah let's talk funny names funny names okay um these are all Southern All as well. Southern ones. I They're, mean, because... And we th- found
1: two different lists that we were pulling from here. I just think these are so funny.
0: Well, I just don't know why salon names feel the need sometimes to have, like, crazy spellings or alliterations. I feel like that industry really, like... Like champion, yeah, really champions. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think a lot of like dry cleaners are like, right, right. cheeky with their <laughs> with their uh, you know rhythms of it's the name. It's probably names just the artist because artists are. I mean, some of these are and just are artists, like silly. So. <laughs> Hit me with one. <laughs> um, chatterbox hair salon out of georgia
1: <laughs> i just thought That's that was great cute. chatterbox i found some funny ones too sheer perfection s-h-e-a-r sheer okay perfection out of louisville mississippi i didn't even know there was a louisville I mississippi there you go
0: um there's a scissor hands <laughs> in florida it's That's
1: kind of awesome. scary even <laughs> How about curl up and die, D Y E? Oh. Curl up and die out of
0: South Pittsburgh, Tennessee. <laughs> there's a there's a good pun. Um, yeah, here's another pun. Hair to Eternity. <laughs> that's awesome. Do or die. Do or die. D O
1: <laughs> or D Y E. Oh. Do
0: or die. Gotcha. Okay. Good play
1: on Houston, words there. Houston, Texas.
0: Um, I liked this one. Cinderella Beauty Shop. Oh. I thought that's that was cute. fun. That's in Alabama.
1: How about New Bern, North Carolina, Sunny and Shears tanning oh, and hair yeah, salon? There you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we I'm, didn't mention. We didn't even go there. Into there can be a tanning bed in the background. The, yeah, the expansion into uh, tanning and nails as yes, well yes, that yes. can also accompany That's right. a full-blown That's right. beauty shop still in a home.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's right. Truvies, they did. And Steel Magnolias, they, they did, did nails. They were doing their nails, yeah.
0: Hair. Um, Lady B Lovely Beauty Shop in okay. Tennessee. A little sass there.
1: Uh, Timpson, Texas has Big Texas Hair. <laughs> just be straightforward about <laughs> we're big it, Texas right? Hair. Everything's bigger in Texas, including hair.
0: Um, let's see. The last one I I made note of was just Die Hard. Oh, D-Y-E. D-Y-E. Awesome. Die Hard.
1: Uh, and the last one I will mention is Chemically Dependent Hair Studio. <laughs> I just
0: that that is funny. hilarious. Where is it? You know? That's
1: Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> Shout out, Chemically Dependent Hair.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, we just wanted to touch on beauty shops. We think that's... It really meets an innate need that mm-hmm. wherever you live, you've got, which is community. That's right. And... um You know, I believe the beauty shop's just an expression of how Southerners manifest that in a tangible way of of being together and encouraging each other and supporting each other. And definitely well represented in the movie and play Steel Magnolias. So, well, we're celebrating an important Southerner this week. Yeah. Dolly had a birthday. That's right. But Martin Luther King Jr. is being celebrated this week yes. and we wanted to make sure and mention um, just the
1: importance of that man the weight of him yeah. yeah
0: he he just definitely is not just a historical figure but left quite the mark yeah on this country
1: yeah and i'm so grateful that um he has been honored well in these I feel last like. yeah. years yeah. you know um Yeah, because we can't even go into all the great strides that he made against um,
0: many odds. Yeah.
1: And so I I didn't want to go into a full-blown history lesson, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about him. He was born in Atlanta. Okay. um,
0: 1929
1: and uh, was assassinated in Memphis in 1968.
0: He was just 39 years old. 39. So it's really amazing. That's odd because my husband just turned 39 and I just... Like, you just, when you look at someone that's 39, you, you see, like, they're just getting started. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like,
0: so, what would have
1: been? What would you know, have been? If, yeah. If he hadn't been assassinated. But um, he was a Baptist minister and activist, obviously, the most visible spokesperson for the civil rights movement. And all of that based out of his Christian values
0: mm-hmm. of yeah.
1: nonviolent, um, nonviolence. And so. So much we can learn from yeah. him, from his legacy. Um, there is a wonderful King Center in Atlanta, okay, um, I didn't know Georgia, that. that all should visit if you get a time in Atlanta. Um, and then I have not been to in Memphis the Civil Rights I go Museum, to that. but I'd really like Civil to Rights make that Museum. trip. Yeah. Um, so both of those important places, and then there's a beautiful um, monument. In Washington, D.C. to Martin Luther King as well. Mm-hmm. That I think was just in the last... I mean, it's been in the last 10 years. Okay, um, But I did get to see that. Yeah. And it's, you know... I mean, he, he deserves every bit of recognition.
0: Yeah. The movie Selma did a very good job representing him well, I thought. I mean, it just... Uh, even as we're saying some of this stuff here, we're just touching on... Oh. Yeah. I mean... A pin drop of of that. what he did and the legacy he he's leaving, but Selma does a great job too of portraying that instance in his life. Um, so check that out if you haven't gotten
1: to see it. Yeah. That might be a way to honor him this week. But um, yeah, one thing I wanted to mention that I was fascinated by, I, I had looked this up a while back um, because I was. Just the name Martin Luther King Jr. is right. unusual to me. Because there's Martin be Luther. Because there's Martin Luther. And so I, I looked up, you know, why he was named that. Right. Well, he wasn't named that. He was named Michael King okay. Jr. That his, was his birth name. His yeah. father was Michael King Sr. Okay. And his father was the senior pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta.
0: Which is still there, Which right? is
1: still there. Okay. And um, he went in 1934 on a trip. Um, the church sent him on a trip to a Baptist World Alliance meeting that was going to be in Europe. Um, before he went to Berlin for this particular event, this particular meeting, he also traveled to Rome, Egypt. Jerusalem and Bethlehem in
0: 1934 in 1934 and this is his dad this is this Martin Luther is Martin King Luz? Jr.'s Michael okay. King Jr. at the time that's right his okay. father okay goes on this journey wanted to hit those places
1: before he goes to that Berlin that that interesting
0: yes and very probably ambitious. very expensive probably he probably had to that's right put tons of money into that
1: and then just yeah that's just a, seeing a lot yeah that's not crazy close together. I mean, you're, you're spread out. So he goes on this journey, then goes to Berlin while he's in Berlin. Um, he witnesses the beginnings of Nazi Germany. Adolf Hitler had just become chancellor the year before. So he's seeing all of this taking place. He's so moved by the, um, his time in Germany and learning more about Martin Luther, who was the, um, Birth of the Protestant Reformation. Right.
0: He was a theologian, priest, or yes, pastor. Priest, yeah, priest. yeah, yeah. In yeah the priest. Catholic Church. Yeah.
1: And so he breaks away from that, starts this whole Protestant, Refor- Protestant, Protestant Reformation. And he's so moved by that man's story that when he comes home, he changes his name and his son's name to Martin Luther King. Wow. Junior and senior.
0: Yeah. So and, and he's just witnessed hate in a big way. Yeah. Different people grew. Yeah. But he has witnessed in Berlin. And so I thought the this quote was fascinating
1: yeah. from Claiborne Carson, who's the Inst- the King Institute director. He said, thus, we can see that Berlin was partly responsible for Martin Luther King Jr. becoming the man we celebrate today. Wow. Just fascinating to think about. Right all of that. Yeah. So anyhow, um this year Martin Luther King would have turned 90 years old. 90. Wow. And it's been almost 51 years since he was assassinated in 1968. Wow. Um
0: so just interesting Do you know to if think you can about go to the hotel that he was shot and killed at. Is okay. that
1: Lorraine Motel was what it was called. Yeah. I don't know if that's I don't I don't know Memphis in, enough to know that. Yeah. But um anyway he's um just wanted to talk a little bit about his legacy and and in mentioning about that King Center in Atlanta. I thought this was really interesting, too, with um, no resolution to this government shutdown that's going on right, right. now. Yeah. The King Center is run by the National Park Service, so it would have been closed, right. which would be tragic. Makes, yeah. Um, but... Atlanta-based Delta Airlines came through with a donation of $83,500. Oh, wow. A grant to keep that open from... This past Saturday through
0: the wow. Super Bowl because the
1: Super Bowl's in Atlanta, so they know lots of people are coming. So we're going to pay to keep it open. Go Delta. Go Delta. Wow. <laughs> we, we,
0: we, celebrated we celebrated Southwest, Southwest <laughs> last week. 9 We'll celebrate Delta, Delta now.
1: Right. <laughs> so I thought that was wonderful that they're going to have it open That's while great. all these people are coming.
0: Yeah. Um, have you been there?
1: I have. It's been a long time. Like, I'm already would like to go back because yeah. I'm sure they've done.
0: Is it a, an hour, two hour
1: visit? Like it's, I mean, I don't know the. I would give yourself an hour minimum. Okay. Maybe even if you could have two, you can read more. And, sure. You know, yeah. savor more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Atlanta was in a, you know, that was his That's his, his home. homeland. And then um, very important Southerner. Yeah. Very important man. Sure. But I just, it does make me glad that with uh, the hard parts of the South um that that there are always the good that's right people in, yeah yeah that rise up that's out right. of hard stuff yeah. so
0: yeah thankful for man. him good well, man we we celebrate his legacy and we just hope there are young men and women today mm-hmm. that are getting stirred with those same sorts of passions yeah. to
1: nonviolent
0: yeah um, to,
1: expressions
0: exactly yeah that is good well I'm going to go for another cheese straw as soon as we break here. (laughs) But it's been fun talking through uh, beauty shops and great men and women of the South. And um, we hope that you all have a great week. We will see you here next time. Uh, We're getting closer to Mardi Gras, so we'll be hitting that in the next couple of weeks. And uh, we do hope that you will send us a message on Instagram and let us know if you've got any topics that you hope that we'll cover Steel Magnolias like, oh, yes. podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah.